Welcome back to the Red Dice Diaries, and today I'm going to talk about my recent experiences of running a point crawl dungeon. Okay, so I ran a couple of point crawl dungeons in my recent smoke and snow session. And when I say a point crawl dungeon, essentially I had a faded dungeon map in the background, giving the overall outline. Then on top of that map, I'd drawn a series of lines and points. The points mostly corresponding to either like really long corridors or chambers in the dungeon, moving between each point and the, or area took a turn and entities in the same sort of general area could interact with each other so you might be saying well why did i actually bother to do this well i had a number of different reasons why but my main aims were that i wanted to speed up the token moving in the virtual tabletop that we're currently using although we may be switching that in the future also i wanted to zoom in the focus a little bit more on what I and hopefully the players consider to be the interesting bits of a dungeon crawl. And those for me have always been exploration, finding treasure, fighting monsters, and evading traps slash solving puzzles. One thing I've found though in games that I've both run and played in is that sometimes the sessions pacing can really slow down once a dungeon is reached. You know, you can be moving along at a fairly brisk pace in a session, and then once you zoom on to that grid, things just slow down a little bit. And you can even see this enshrined in many older versions of D&D, you know, when you're sort of getting to like turns and rounds, as opposed to sort of like slightly more free form time. And obviously I'm not saying that you, you should ignore that because it's a necessary game artifice, but it does slow the game down. And I was just interested to see whether that's something that could be avoided or whether it could be lessened or did we even want to mess with it. So how do I think it went? Well, I definitely think that it sped up the dungeon exploration portion of the game. Albeit again, we had some technical issues with the VTT, which seems to be coming a an all too unfortunate regularity nowadays. I'm not really sure what's going on with Foundry, given that it was working fine before the sort of last update. And now, even though I've got a much better computer, we seem to be getting problems on a regular basis. So as per my recent going back to manual methods episode, I may be looking to switch to a slightly more manual method in the future. But even with those problems, it still sped up the dungeon exploration portion of the game. And the players all seemed pretty happy with it. And it did mean that we got a couple of dungeons, albeit fairly small ones, you know, sort of like five to ten chambers or dungeon rooms done in a single session, which I honestly don't think, I might be wrong, but I don't think we've ever managed to get more than one dungeon done before in a session because of how much the, the tactical play can slow things down. My players were all absolutely great. They role-played excellently, as usual, discussing the dungeon, making their way through it, trying to work out what was occurring, you know, looking at the sort of levels of water in the flooded dungeon, working out how far down in the dungeon they could go. It was really interesting to hear their sort of viewpoints and their sort of ideas as they were progressing through the dungeon. And to my mind, the whole sort of point crawl idea made the dungeon feel a bit more like a puzzle or a mystery to unravel rather than, you know, the five foot by five foot square tactical slog that some 
not all dungeons can end up being. That's not to say that I thought the session was perfect by any means. And I mean, I do suffer a bit from being my own worst critic. And by and large, I was happy with it. My players all said they were happy with it. So I'm marking it in the successes box. But there are a few things I wasn't really happy with from my perspective. And that's no shade on my players at all. They did a great job. Just a few things I think I need to brush up on maybe as a GM. The first is that I don't think I really gave enough description of the dungeon. I think I've grown to rely on maps a little bit too much maybe that have a lot of that information on. And I think that if I'm going to be using a more streamlined way of doing it, then that sort of heavy lifting that's no longer being done by the map, I need to pick up the slack on that, sort of up my description game. And that's not a problem for me. I'm happy to do that. But I just hadn't considered, you know, that I'd need to sort of step that up a little bit. But I'll know that in future that's not a problem. The other thing was that because it went so quickly, I didn't really have much time to think while the players were doing their moves. So I did feel a bit rushed in some areas because normally when we're doing a more tactical dungeon, you know, you've got four or five players or whatever. When it gets to their turn to like act, you've basically got five players worth of decision time as a GM to sit there and think, oh, well, what are we... Uh, what, what am I going to do next? Like, what's happening with this? And you, you can take stock of everything and have a little breather and sort of uh, decide what you're going to do next. Whereas, because we were effectively just using one party token moving through the dungeon and the players were all pretty much of one mind, they had a clear objective, which fair play to them, they were on that objective. They were like, we're here to find this magical stone. That's what we're going to do. Absolutely brilliant. Thought the way the players went about it was great stuff. Because it was so sort of quick and smooth and slick on their behalf, I didn't really have time to sort of like take that breather. And I did end up feeling a little bit rushed, which no fault of theirs. It's Again, it's just something I hadn't considered, which given I've not really run many point crawl dungeons before, it isn't surprising that a few things cropped up that I hadn't really thought about. And that was part of the reason I wanted to give it a try now with a couple of smaller scale dungeons. So by the time we get up to slightly larger things, if we want to carry on using this method, hopefully I'll have sort of ironed out a few of the kinks, so to speak, and I'll have sort of worked out a way of running them that I'm more happy with. And as I say, that's not so thought the session was an unmitigated disaster or anything ridiculous like that. As I say, my players all enjoyed it. I had a great time running it. I'm definitely marking it down as a success. But I'm also thinking there's things I can build on to make my running of point crawl dungeons a little bit slicker and a little bit better in the future. And I think that's always a good thing, you know, to look at your previous performance as a GM with a sort of a bit of a critical eye. I mean, I'm not saying beat yourself up about it, but I'm just saying look at it with a bit of a critical eye and go, so maybe some things I could like, skills I could sharpen up on a bit or things I could bring into a bit more focus next session. And, you know, you never stop striving to make your next game better than the one before and the game after that even better, etc. And I think that's one of the marks of what I consider to be a good GM. You never stop trying to reach for that perfect game. It might be impossible to attain it, but that doesn't stop you reaching for it. Anyway, that's enough for me rambling about point crawl dungeons. 
Hope you've enjoyed listening to my rambles. If you've got anything you want to say about Point Crawl Dungeons or anything else, you can get in touch by leaving us a voicemail message at either SpeakPipe or Anchor. There'll be a link in the description down below. Or you can send us an email to rddrpgpodcast at gmail.com. Until we see you again, take care, stay safe, and whatever you're playing, have fun. Mm-hmm.